Um, I wish you all a very good Chodesh. It'll be a good month, a month of Yeshua's and a month of Nechomas, etc., etc. Right, we're, ch- we're starting uh, Perik Shishi, which is a new, uh, a new Perik. It's not quite as easy as the uh, previous Perokim, but we'll try our best. And if there's any questions as we go along, please do ask. Okay, so we'll start from the Mishnah at the top of Lamad Hay Omad Aleph. Lamad Hay Omad Aleph at the top, the Mishnah. Ketzad Mavorachin ala Peyrus. What brocha do we make on Peyrus? So we say, al Peyrus are ilan on fruits of the trees. One says, Bayer Priyo 8. Chutz minayayin, except for wine, because even though wine comes from grapes, and grapes grow on the tree, so you would have thought that Bariprio 8 would be sufficient. Nevertheless, Shalayayim, because of wine, one says Bariprio, special brocha, not Bariprio 8, but Bariprio Goffin. And Rashi, the top Rashi says, because of the special importance of wine, which we'll see in the Gemara what the importance of wine is, but because of the importance of wine, they gave a special brocha for wine in its own right, a specific brocha mentioning wine, and not just giving a general brocha of Bariprio 8. Now, Tosas asks the following question. The Mishnah starts off with Ketzad Mavorachan Alapeyrus. What brocha do you make on fruits? Now, that leads us to understand that you definitely make a brocha on fruits, but we haven't mentioned that at all. So Tosas asks the following question. You would expect that the Mishnah should turn around and say, where we learn from, or the fact that we do make a brocha before and after food, and then following on from that, then we can ask which brocha do we make? But where do we know from the, that we make a brocha at all? And Tosas gives two answers. One answer is, because we will see, we will have a long forwards and backwards to try and learn it out from Sukkim. And in the end, the reason for a bracha rishayna, that is, that means a bracha before food, as opposed to a bracha achrona, which is, a bracha achrona is either you've got um, benching, or you've got alamechia, or you've got barinafoshes, now, benching afterwards is a posuk for ochalta, for savota, of erachta. You eat, and you're satisfied, and you make a brocha. So therefore, we know that you have to make a brocha afterwards. But we don't know that you have to make a brocha, rishona, a brocha before food. So says Titus, the answer is that since at the end of the day will we'll come out, the maskona of the Gomorrah, the final analysis in the Gemara that the reason for a bracha rishayna, first bracha, is a svara. A svara means it's logic. It's forbidden to have benefit. Hashem has created the food. It would be wrong just to eat it without acknowledging that this comes from Hashem. So it's brought as a svara. A svara means it's self-understood that that's the reason why. So since it's self-understood that you make a brocha before before food, therefore that's why the Mishnah does not have to say that we make a brocha, because it's self-understood. The Slach doesn't like this, and the Slach says, well, hang on a minute, 
Yes, it's true that at the end of the day, the Gemara comes out that it's a Svara, but that's only at the end of the Gemara. We're now here at the Mishnah before we've come to that Svara. So Tosas also gives a second answer, and he says like this. I don't know if you can re- remember back in that Kaf Omad base, we talked about a Balkeri. A Balkeri is somebody who's had a nightly a, a, an emission. He says that he should make a brocha afterwards on food, because it says, so that's the riser, but not a brocha on before food, because that's only Midrabonon. So says Tosas, so we know from that brocha, we know from that Gemara there in Dafkaf that you need to make a brocha before and after food. We've already mentioned it in connection with a balkari. And that's why we can dive straight into our Mishnah and say, what is the brocha? Okay, so coming back to that, let's just go again. What brocha do you make on fruits? Alperis are Ilanoima and the fruits of a tree we say by Priya eights, who creates the fruits of the tree, chutzmin ayain, except for wine because of its special importance. Because on wine, you say a Bayer Right. There are Peiros Oryx. And what about the fruits of the ground? The fruits that grow on the ground, they don't grow on the tree. We say Bayer creates the fruit of the ground. Chutz except for bread. Now, bread comes from, um, from the uh, wheat, which grows in the ground. So again, you would think that a bire periha doma over bread would suffice. Because since it comes from the ground, we can make a bire periha doma and it covers anything that comes from the ground. What's the difference if it's a sort of a melon or what's the difference if it's wheat? So the answer is, Rashi also says, the chain hapas, the first Rashi says, the same way that for wine we have a special brocha, bire periha and even though it grows on tree, Baropriates is not enough for it. Since bread is as special as a staple diet, and it's something that we survive on, lechem is very important, therefore it gets its own brocha. On bread, one says, Amatsi lechem min ha'oretz. It brings out bread from the ground. The Mephoshim mention, why is it we say, Hamatsi lechem min ha'oretz, from the ground? Why don't we use the same lotion as ha'adomo? The same way that we say which means it creates the fruits of the ground, so we should say Why all of a sudden do we change to Mina Oretz? The answer to that is because it's based on a posuk in Tehillim, and there it says So we're just copying a phrase of what it says in Tehillim. But it means the same thing. Now finally, the last thing is and regarding on greens, Vegetables, lima well, one says baripriadoma, again, because they grow on the ground. However, here there's a machalikus. Rabbi Huda, I'm a Rabbi Huda says on greens, like for example, vegetables, leafy vegetables like cabbage, lettuce, etc. You say baremine de shoim, who creates the species of sort of grass. It's like grass or like green vegetables, because here the difference is you're actually eating the plant, you're eating the leaves. And he says, therefore, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that a brocha has got to be specific. And therefore, since you're eating here the cabbage or the lettuce leaves, Borei Adam is not good enough, it's got to be more specific, and you make a Borei Mene Deshoim. In fact, the Gemara says afterwards, and if you eat the seeds, According to Rabbi Yehuda, you would also make a specific bracha of bare mine uh, zeroim.
on seeds. But we'll see that. That's in the Gemara and Lamed Zion. We don't have to discuss that now. So having done the Mishnah, <coughs> simple Mishnah, Peris Ilon, fruits of the trees, Baripriya 8, apart from wine, which you say Baripriya Gofen, our Peris Oretz, on the fruits of the ground, you say Baripriya Domo, except for bread, because you say, I might say Lechem and Oretz. And as regarding your rockers, green vegetables, uh, the Tanakama says Baripri Adoma, and Rabbi Huda says something more specific, you say Barimina Deshoim. Okay, that is our Mishnah. Now let's go on to the Gemara. The Gemara says, Minahanamila, where do we know this from? In other words, where do we know you've got to make a bracha before eating? Now, what we said before, Tosa's question, who says, where, the idea, where do we know that you have to say a bracha? That is a question that why did the Mishnah not start off and say we have to say a bracha? And then the second point would say which bracha? And we answered it's already mentioned before that a balkeri makes a bracha after food but not before food. So we know there is, there is such a thing as a bracha before and after food. But where does it come from? Where do we learn it out? Where's the source for saying a bracha before eating? We know that the source of a bracha after eating is brachalta for savalta beracha, but where is the source for making a bracha before eating? Minohanamila, where do we know it from? The Tonra Bomon, the Posik says, Kadesh Hilulim Lashem. We're talking here about Orla. Orla means that for the first three years, fruit of a tree is also, it's forbidden, you can't have it. In the fourth year, and this is what the Posig is talking about, Kodesh Elulim Lashem, which translates as Kodesh, it's holy. Hilulim is praises, from the word Hallel, praise, Lashem. Now, what we're saying is, in the fourth year, what you've got to do is, first of all, it's Kodesh. Kodesh means holy, and it's treated like Master Shani. The same way that Master Shani has got to be taken up to be eaten in Yerushalayim, or if you can't do that for some reason, you can deconsecrate the food onto a coin and go with a coin up to Yerushalayim and buy food there. That's what the word Kodesh means. Hilulim is a double lotion. It's not praise, it's praises. Hilul, in one word, or halel, would be one praise. Hilulim is a double praise. So Kodesh Hilulim Lashem. Something is holy, and it's illumined. There's a double praise to Hashem. So according to this posuk regarding Orla, we see that This hilulim, the double praise, well, what is the double praise for food? The food is a brocha beforehand and a brocha afterwards. In other words... What we're saying is the praises to Hashem, which is mentioned in this posuk, is the bracha that you say before and afterwards. So from here, this is what the Gemara is saying, from the word hilulim, we learn that you've got to make a bracha beforehand and afterwards. And we can't on Rebbe Kiva. From here, says Rebbe Kiva, also, it is forbidden for a person to taste anything before he says a bracha. So what Rabbi Akiva is saying is like this. From the fact that the fourth year fruits, can't you cannot eat them without saying a bracha before and after. So we can extrapolate that the eating of all foods 
needs a bracha beforehand and afterwards. And the Graal mentions, the Vilna Graal mentions, that the difference is between a bracha rishona and a bracha achrona, and this is halacha lemaisa, that whereas a bracha achrona you only say if you eat a certain shia, which is usually a kazayis for food and a revias for drink, when it comes to a bracha rishona, even at the most tiny amount, if you just taste a tiny bit, which you can hardly see, you need a magnifying glass to see it, nevertheless you've got to make a bracha. Now ask the Gemara a series of questions. How can you say, Does the word Kodesh Hilulim come to teach you that a brocha is required before and after eating? We need this double expression of Hilulim to teach us other dinim. And now the Gemara will explain what those other dinim are. Chad, Remember, Hilulim, as we said, is a double lotion. So we have two lessons from it, because it's two. Hilulim is two. Chad, the first one is the Omer Rachmona. The Posit says, Achale, deconsecrate it, in other words, like, make it Cholin, Vahada Achale. So if you want to eat it, if you want to eat the fourth year fruits outside of Yerushalayim, outside of Yerushalayim, just like my Sashani, you've got to deconsecrate it on a coin, and you take that coin to Yerushalayim, you can buy food with it. But the, the fact that you're allowed to do that, like Maisa Shani, that we learn out from one of the hillels. Remember, there's two hillels, it says Hilulim, it's two hillels. The first hillel comes to tell you that if you want to eat it outside Yerushalayim, first you've got to deconsecrate it, and then you can eat it. And as Rabbi Kiva Eg explains, where do we know this word Achle? Achle and hillel, what's the connection? He says, because very often you find that a ches and a hay interchange. So the word achale, which is with a ches, and the word hilul, which is with a hay, he's saying is the same word. So from one hilul, we learn that you have got to deconsecrate it. The idoch, and the other expression of hilul, comes to teach us that dova ha to'on shiro to'on hilul, only something that requires song, requires de- requires you to deconsecrate it on the coin. But if it does not need shira, then it does not need chilo. Now, what does this mean? It means like this. There was shira. What he means by shira, sing, song, is that the Levium used to sing. There was a choir. The Levium used to sing at the time when the Corbonus were offered. But they only sang when there were kabonas where there was wine poured on the Mizbeach. Alright? So therefore we say dog, because it's the word hilol is praise. So praise is like what the Levim did. Hilol is a form of singing praise. Therefore we learn out from that hilol that only dovaton shiraton hilol, that the, the, the law basically of the fourth year fruits only apply to when the Levim used to sing, and the Levim only used to sing when there was wine poured on the Mizbeach, and therefore he is saying that it only that the fourth year fruits only that the laws of the fourth year fruit only apply to wine. In other words, he's saying wine which comes from grapes. In other words, what he's saying is as far as all fruits of fruit trees are concerned. 
everyone agrees for the first three years you can't eat them. But then in the fourth year, then there's an argument. One says only wine are the special the special laws apply, that i.e. they're going to take you to Shalim, etc. And others say no. In, in other words, only applies to wine, but other trees are perfectly okay. You can eat them as normal. And others say, no, it applies to all trees. So the point is like this. So again, to go over it, the Gemara asks the question, how can you tell us that the word Hilulim comes to tell you that you need to say a bracha before and after, after you eat? We need those two words, Hilulim. We need a double Hilul. For other things, to tell us other dealing. One is to tell us that you have to deconsecrate it on a coin. And the second thing is to tell you that the laws of the fourth year fruit only apply to wine. Only at the time when there's shira from the Levian, which is only when there's wine. So it's not possible to learn Hillel to tell you about bracha beforehand and after that, because we need them to tell us other laws. So they're not free to teach us about the bracha. Okay, so far so good. Any anyone want to ask anything? Okay. So we carry on. Now, how do we know? How do we know that there's a discussion whether it only whether fourth year fruits only apply to wine or apply to other things? So Omer Rabbi Shmuel Ban Achmeni, Rabbi Shmuel Ban Achmeni, Omer Rabbi Yonason says in the name of Rabbi Yonason. For where do we know that the Levim in the base of Migdosh only sang in the choir when the Korbonus, when the sacrifices were given together with wine? As it says in the Posuk, now this Posuk is sort of, it's in, in, in Shaftim, and it's a, it's a parable where the trees of the forest, they ask the vine, to serve as their king. And the vine says, no, I'm not prepared to act as a king because if I'd become a king, I'd have to stop working to, to produce wine. And that gladdens both Hashem and man. So the pot, let's go over the posuk. The vine said to the other fruit trees who wanted to make him king of the forest, sort of a moshal, shall I withhold my wine? which gladdens Hashem and men. Says the Gemorrah, Now, we can understand that wine gladdens men. I mean, you only have to see the interviews on television where people are asked, what do you most miss when it comes to COVID? And nine out of ten people will tell you it's the pub. Right? <laughs> so we don't need any explanations as to why people like wine. But, uh, but the Gemara says, that we understand that people like wine. But the Possum says it gladdens not only people, it gladdens Hashem. So in which ways Hashem gladdened by wine? So says the Gemara from there, we learn that the Levim only used to sing songs of praise only over wine. So in other words, the gladdening of God, the Mesameach Alakim, that's mentioned in the Posuk is an allusion to the praises which were sung by the Levim when the Nisachayayin, when the wine was poured on the Mizbeach. Yeah. So, 
we still haven't answered the question. The question still remains the same. How can we learn it from Hilulim? Hilulim is needed to tell us these other two dinim about Netaravoy, about the fourth year fruits, and therefore they're not available to tell us about brochas. Carries on the Gemara, and the Gemara now diminishes the question. Because it's not hard according to everybody. We can, there is a get at clause. Honi Cholamanda Oma, Lamanda Tony Netaravoy. And Lamanda Tony Kerem Ravoy, Michael Amema. What this means is as follows. There was different gears, different versions of the Mishnah. One Tana called the fourth year fruit Netaravoy. Neta means to plant. Netaravoy. Any fruit which, any trees which were planted the fourth year. And they would hold Netaravoy would mean that every, all trees are subject to the laws of the fourth year. Whereas carrot, the other one learned, no, the fourth year fruits are referred to as kerem revoy. Kerem is a vineyard. So meaning the fourth year, the rules of the fourth year only apply to grapes, wine, and not to other fruits. As far as other fruits are concerned, if you've got other fruits of the tree, it's no problem. You can eat them in the fourth year in the normal way and none of the denim apply to it. So now what the Gemara says like this, the one who learns out the words on Netaravoy, in other words, he says that the fourth year rules apply to all trees, then he obviously doesn't say that they apply to wine only. And if you remember, one of the Hilulim we said is to tell you that it only, that fourth year fruit, the denim of the fourth year fruit only applies to wine. And since this person learns out netaravoy, it, it does not only apply to wine, but it applies to all fruits. So he doesn't need that Hillel to teach you that it applies to wine because he doesn't agree with it. He says it applies to all fruits. So therefore you've got one Hillel spare. So you can mm. learn out the brocha. So says the Gemara, there's a get-at clause, no problem. But the one who says the correct nosuch is kerevoy, in other words, it's only grapes that it applies to, then he needs that hillel to tell you that very din, Michael Amema. So how has he got the spare hillel to tell us about the brachas? Now, where do we know that there's a difference of opinion, whether it's called Netaravoy or Kerem Ravoy, to Itma, because we said, Reb Chia, Reb Shimon, Rebbe, there was Reb Chia on one side, Reb Shimon, Rebbe in the other side, Chad, Tony, Kerem, Ravoy, one teaches the Giza of the, 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 in the Mishnah, the fourth year of fruits were referred to Kerem, Ravoy, meaning the vine, and therefore it only applies to wine, grapes, Whereas the other one says, no, it's the fourth year fruits of any tree, any fruit tree. Uh, and now the Gemara diminishes the question even again. All right? And it says as follows. So Lamanda Tony Kerem Ravoy, even according to the one who says Kerem Ravoy, and if I can remind you, he said according to the Kerem Ravoy, it's very difficult. Because since he holds its only wine, and therefore he needs Hillel to teach us that. Hillel is not spare to tell us about brochas. So he says, no, that is only Kerem Ravoy. That is only if you learn it out from Hillel. But what happens if you've got another way how to learn out that it's only grapes? 
And he explains, what is the other way? If he derives that the law of the fourth year fruit, it only applies to wine, but he learns it out through a gazera shava. A means simply you've got two similar words in two different contexts. You can compare them to the other. As we say, the Tanya, because we learned in a brisa, Rebbe Aimeh Rebbe says, Nemakan, it says here in the posset regarding fourth year fruits, Lahos, actually it's the fifth year fruits it mentions, but in the, that parsha, Lahos of Lochem Tufuaso, to add, to increase your produce. Now, it mentions the word and it says in another passage completely about the mixed species in a vineyard, it says So it both Pasukim have got the word and one of them has got, to, got the actual word and therefore we learn just as the posset where it says refers to a to a vineyard, Afkan, where it says, Lahos Lachem Tuosa, about our fourth year fruit, it also refers to a Kerem. So therefore, that person doesn't need the word Hillel to teach us that it only applies to wine, because he learns it out from a Gzera Shava. If you learn it out from a Gzera Shava, you've still got a spare Hillel. So therefore, says the Gemara, Iyatale Chad Hillel Lebrocha, According to this opinion, they've still got one hill left available to teach you about the bracha or about food. However, but if he does not derive it through a great shava, but he needs to learn it through the word hill, then it's not spare bracha minole. Where do you know that you're able to recite a bracha before food and after food? You cannot use the word hill because Hillel is needed to tell us those dealing. Now, what I'm going to do now is stop here and just review what we've learned, because there's a lot of forwards and backwards, and it's totally different to the style of learning that we've done till now, which is pure Agadita. And if I can just review it, so that perhaps we've got it clear in, in our mind. First of all, we asked, where is the source for making a brocha rishina on food? And we answer, the Gemara said, we learn it from the Pasha of Orla. Orla means that the first three years fruit on the fruit tree, you cannot have the fruits. And then is a question, what can happen in the fourth year? And the positive says, Kodesh Hilulim Lashem. Hilulim is a plural form, praises. And therefore this comes to tell you, you have to make a praise before and after. And as Rabbi Akiva said, we learn out from the fourth year fruits to all other foods that just the same way as there's no reason to differentiate and say that you should especially do it with fourth year fruits and no other food. And therefore it comes to tell you with all foods, you've got to make a brocha before and afterwards. So uh, the Gemara then asks the question, but hang on a minute, Hilulim, which is a plural form, in two Hillels, it's not spare. We need it for two other dinim. First of all, we need to learn that you deconsecrate it if you want to eat it outside Yerushalayim. And the second thing was that it only applies to wine, because that's when the Levim sing, only when wine is on the Mizbeah. So we need it to tell us these two dinim. If we need the word Hilulim to tell us these two dinim, they are not spare to tell us that you have to make a bracha before and after. 
Then what the Gemara does, it narrows its question down by saying it depends whether you say Netaravoy or Keremavoy. Netaravoy means that the denim of the fourth year fruits apply to all fruit trees. Keremavoy means it applies only to wine. So we're saying if it applies to Netaravoy, then he doesn't need, remember one of the Hiddles was to teach us that it only applies to wine. But if that person's got the version of Netaravoy, he doesn't agree with that. He says it applies to all trees. And therefore, he does not need one of the hills to tell us about wine because he doesn't agree with it that it's only wine. He, agrees, he says it's all fruit. So we say, according to Netaravoy, it's no problem at all. But according to the one who learns the version of Keremravoy, that's a problem because you need the hill to tell us that. And the hill again is not spare. And then finally, the question was narrowed even more. Because you don't necessarily, even according to the one who says Kerem Ravoy, it's only wine, you don't necessarily need to learn it out from the word Hillel. You could learn it out from a Gzera Shava of Tavua Tavua. The same way that you have a Posuk Tavua. And then it mentions Tavua's Kerem. So here, regarding the fourth year fruits, it mentions Tavua as well. It also applies only to Kerem, only to wine. So since that person can learn it out from a Gazera Shava, rather than learning it out from Hillel, he's still got one Hillel spare. Still got one Hillel spare. That's no problem, then he can learn it out. Yes. Right? And let's just do one little bit more in the Gemara. And we're diminishing the question even more. The Inamiyeda Gazera Shava. Even if we do have a Gezerah Shava, so remember, he's got the Gezerah Shava of Tavua Tavua, and therefore you don't need Hillel to teach you out wine, because you learn it out from, uh, you learn it out from Tavua Tavua. Ashkechon la'achro. So we find a source that you have to make a brocha after eating the food. Right? And the Gemara says, why after eating food? We've got one Hillel spare. It could either be the brocha Rishonah, it could be the brocha Rana. The, yes. so, so both Rashi and Tosin say, because it's more likely to be the Brocha Chorona because we have a posuk of Achalta, Vosavota, Verachta, and that goes on to after the Brocha. So yes. therefore we say, if we've just got one spare, we apply it to the Achorot. But Lafon of Minayin, where do we know that you have to make a Brocha Rishona, Brocha before the food? And here the Gemara answers, Holai Kasha, that is not a question, to ask him a Kalvachona. We learn out a Kalvachona. Like this, Kishahu Savea Mavorech, if somebody is satisfied, he says a brocha, Kishahu Ra'ev, like culture came, when he's hungry, certainly should make a brocha. And what the Mephoshim explain, particularly Rashi, I think later on in Memchez explains like this, what is the Kalvachaima? That if a person, when he's satisfied, is commanded to say a brocha, to thank Hashem for the food, Certainly when he's about to assuage his hunger, he's, he's hungry and he desperately needs that food and the food is in front of him, which God has created. Certainly he should say a brocha. How much more so he should make a brocha? That's called a kalvachaiba. So therefore, just to repeat that last bit again. So we're saying, even if you learn a gazera shava, so you've got one hill spare to tell you a brocha. And we're going to assume that that is the final bracha, the bracha achrona, after the food. Where, where is the source for making a bracha rishona? So that is not a problem, that's a kalvachaima, because if you already make a bracha after you're satisfied, how much more so when you're about to deal with your hunger, and you've got something in front of you which is going to sort your hunger out, how much more so do you have to make a bracha? 
And therefore, that we don't have to learn out of Pasuk. So in the end of the day, it comes out, you've got one Hillel. That Hillel comes to tell you that, that you make a Brocha Chrona. And where do you know you need to make a Brocha Rishona? That's a Kalvachoma, because if you already have to make it on after the food, how much more so do you have to make it before the food? Right. I think that's enough food for thought for one night. night. I know it was uh, sort of not the run of the mill tomorrow, but I hope. But if there's anyone, please, you know, if anyone's got any questions, please ask as we go along. Gerald, Gerald, the last thing you said was um, the culture cane, but we still say that the Mavarach afterwards is derisa. Yes. And the one before is not derisa, is it? Correct. So, so how, you know, how would we come? No, 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 but it's just once we know we have to yeah. make the bracha afterwards, because it says yeah. in the posset, yeah. then we learn that how much more so do we Yeah, I understand that. The, 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 the bracha beforehand is only done by Bonham. You know, as said, it is not really a 100% Kalvachimah, because if it was 100% Kalvachimah, then the bracha Rishonah would also would become also, the riser. That's what I'm thinking, it's yeah. Not. It's exactly, yeah. if you look at the Tosas, it says here, yeah. the form of like culture cane, it says that it's not a, not a proper Kalvachimah. Right. I make it into riser. You're quite right. It's a very good point. But the point is, we learn that, we, we have a positive of Hillel to teach you out the bracha Rishonah, and the bracha Rishonah is learned out as a Kalvachimah. It's logical. Yeah, you know, logical. From, purely from logic, not from a positive. But right. I mean, don't worry, this Gemara's still got plenty more to discuss till <laughs> we manage to get all through the Pesukim till we finally come to the outcome as why you say a Brocha Rishonah. But so far, that's it. Shkaf!